0: One of the segments of the High School Basketball Referee with Mark Fralick podcast toward the end of each episode is called the Five Quick Decisions. And I've heard that many of you officials listening to this podcast uh, do so while you're driving to and from your destinations. And I thank you very much for that. Uh, So as you are driving, or I guess however you're listening, uh, this particular episode of the podcast provides a humorous listening experience as we hear from my previous guests about some of the responses to the question, "What are some of the funniest things you've heard from players, coaches, and fans?" Uh, I'm, I'm really interested to uh, revisit this. I think you're going to find some of the responses pretty funny, and hopefully, you'll go back and listen to. Uh, some of the podcasts uh, with these individuals as well. Hey, remember that you can buy us a nice hot cup of caramel apple cider and have your name listed as an official supporter of the High School Basketball Referee Podcast. Visit the show notes for the link to do so or go to anchor.fm backslash mark-frelick backslash support. I hope this portion of the five quick decisions will bring a smile to your face. Enjoy. Okay, high school basketball officials, it's assignment time, right? Okay, here we go. Tell me the funniest thing a high school coach, player, or fan has ever said to you during a basketball game, okay? Email me. At hs basketball referee at gmail.com. Again, hs basketball referee podcast at gmail.com. You can find that link in the show notes as well. Okay. In the meantime, here are what some of my previous guests have experienced already
1: oh for a uh, definitely as a coach was um i had a i called a foul on a on a girl on displacement on a um, on a like a box out and we're walking um you know i'm you know reporting a foul going on and a coach is walking down with me of the of the team that i called the the foul on and he's like will you please give her one more so that she has to foul out of the game because her <laughs> parents won't let me just take her out
2: well this is kind of the fan and kind of me too i was uh at the old gym in Columbus Grove, the walls were the, the end walls were really close. It was really, really, really confined. And I was standing, uh, down at one end and one of the, some, some guy standing there during the timeout standing beside me, looked at me and he said, he said, why don't you take that whistle and stick it up your plank? <laughs> and I looked, I looked at him and I said, I would, but then you'd, you'd want to blow it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, That's about the stupidest thing anybody ever said to me. I I had a pretty good comeback for that. Um, When I think about that question, uh, a situation comes to mind where it was all the fans. Um, uh, This was maybe my second year of officiating, and I've got a varsity game at Hercules High School. And the Hercules head coach was chirping, chirping, chirping. And at some point late in the first period, I give the, I don't think at this point in my officiating career I'd ever done it before, but I gave him the big hand. Coach, that is enough. I mean, it was dramatic and emphatic. That's enough. (laughs) Fantastic. We go along. Maybe we're in the second period. Players bringing the ball up the court. A coach steps onto the court. He's got his clipboard. Gives me the signal on his shoulder for a 30-second timeout. Blow my whistle. Timeout. Oops. The other team had the ball. Everybody in the stands almost in unison. Rev, that's enough. That's enough. They (laughs) cracked me up. So that was memorable. Memorable. And it was really funny. Oh, I get a lot of jokes uh, because I do work out a little bit. Uh,
3: yeah, for people who don't know get, that Ralph's Ralph's arms are the size of <laughs> my legs. Probably, I mean, yeah, I know you work out, Ralph. <laughs>
2: uh, 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 so I, 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 we were just this past season. Um, the kids yelled, the student section yelled at me. Yelled at me. You skipped leg day.
3: <laughs> you skipped leg day
2: <laughs> and they started chanting that at me mark i i i could do nothing but laugh
3: i love the creativeness of our students i i, think that's I, I, could, awesome. nothing,
2: I could do nothing but laugh uh, mark, when he said that they started chanting you skipped leg day and what else i don't even have to respond to that <laughs>
1: i've been dying to tell this story (laughs) but (laughs) so i had a game this has been a while ago but i had a game where um i was in lima and there was a fan in the stands that just loved to heckle me and i don't know why but he just had so much fun yelling at me and hey blondie make a call or um get your hair out of your eyes. Back in the day, I always, my bangs were always kind of short and I could never get them to stay back. So they would always fall down and (laughs) I was a mess. But anyways, I remember at halftime, I had had enough. And I said to my partners, I said, you know what? I've had enough of that guy. And I know you guys hear him because he's very loud, very strong voice. And they kind of laughed a little bit like, yeah, we hear him. And I said, so the next time that guy yells something, I'm throwing him out. And they're like, yeah, right, whatever. So we go back out and I'm going to say the middle of the third quarter, there's a foul. And it just so happened that it was right. I was standing pretty much right in front of him, but I didn't really know who the guy was, but I knew what area the voice was coming from. And... Um, So I'm standing pretty much in front of him as the free throw is being administered. And all of a sudden, the gym is quiet and I hear, hey, sweet cheeks, are you going to make a call out there? And I was horrified. I turned around so quick. And as I'm turning around, I see a woman slap this guy. And I thought, that's my guy. I wanted to throw him out so bad. But as I'm looking at him, he is, he's a gentleman in a wheelchair and oh he had my. no legs. Oh my. I thought, I can't throw him out. <laughs> I just cannot throw him out. My face turned beet red. I was so embarrassed. And of course, people are laughing. Like, what are you going to do? You know? <laughs> so I just kindly walked over to him and I said, sir, this is where my patience comes in, right?
3: <laughs> that I've learned. <laughs> exactly.
1: I walked over to him and I said, sir, please stop yelling things at me like that. That's so embarrassing. Please just stop. And his wife said, I told you she was going to throw you out if you don't stop it. (laughs) And then I turned around and my partners are administering the free throws and they're just cracking up laughing. I think they knew that whole time where the, the... comments were coming from and they knew that there was no way I was going to throw him out <laughs> but that is but to me that was the funniest I thought oh my gosh how embarrassing is that you know <laughs> I wanted to yell at him and I just didn't have the heart to yell at well... him
4: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this and I'm not gonna mention the school right but during a game that I had I'm running down the court after the jumper running down the court and as I'm running I'm smelling something. I'm like, what in the world is that? Jesus Christ, that stinks. It is ripe. So I'm and then I run down the other end of the floor. I'm still smelling what? And I'm looking at my shoes and seeing if I'm stepping in some, some boo-boo or something, you know. I'm like, what in the world is going on? You know, and all of a sudden we're going down transition, we're shooting free throws, and everywhere I go, I'm smelling it. So there was a timeout, and I told my partner, I said, Hey man, you guys, are you smelling something up and down the court? It's like, yeah. And I'm like, man, that, that that is ripe. I said, you know what? Hey, man, you know, one of these players are up here. They're, they're passing gas on the court, man. I, I said, I got to find out who it is because I'm not going to be running through this green film the whole game. You know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Mark, I'm telling you, it was so bad, dude. It made my eyes water. I mean, and it put a nasty taste in my mouth. I'm not, I'm almost ready to start spitting. Toot, toot, toot. And it was so bad, you know. And all of a sudden, we go down this, my partner calls a foul. We go down there. I'm scanning the court and looking to see if I can see who who did it. All of a sudden, I see this player. He's standing there, and all of a sudden, he lets it go. And you can see the release in his eyes. He was like, oh. And I was, I, I, after the free throw was made, I blew my whistle and I came up to the player and I said, hey, man, you have to go. So I went over to the coach and said, Coach, I told my partners, hold up a second. I said, Coach, you have to take number 13 out. He goes, why? What did he do? I said, hey, man. He's been passing gas. He's been farting the whole time during this game, and I'm tired of running through it. And he's killing our crew. And it, 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 take him, let him go to the bathroom, and then put him back in. I said, "This is this is it, it, it's it's beyond reasonable." And then he goes, "Oh, the coach goes, I've never heard nothing like that in my life, Ken. Are you kidding me? This is crazy." He said, "Please." I said, "Please, I said, please just take him out, and do me a favor, please." And then so he goes, "All right, come on." He called a player over there to me. He goes, "Hey," he goes, "What are you doing?" Over? He goes. Jesus Christ, you do stink! Get your butt in the left.
5: <laughs> okay, this actually is kind of uh, kind of rips on me a little bit. So uh, the funniest thing a coach ever said, I was working a girls game, and I think it was Fort Jennings and Columbus Grove. No, it was Pandora and Columbus Grove. Now they're both red and white, and um, uh, the Pandora girl ended up committing her fifth foul. And I got mixed up on which coach was which. I went over to the Columbus Grove coach and said to him, Hey, coach, that girl, that's her (laughs) fifth. And he starts laughing and he looks at me. He goes, I know. Thank you. (laughs) And so again, you know, just one of those and there was an official I'd worked the night before that his daughter was on the Columbus Grove team And he was sitting up at the top and I looked at the and he was just rolling because he knew what I had done So then I had to walk over all sheepishly to the the, the Gilboa coach and say coach that that was her son But that's that's one of my favorite coaching stories right there
3: <laughs> I, I never heard that story Joe that was hilarious so uh one other funny story that I remember Joe and, and I'm going to add this in just because um, you and I know each other but uh, for those who don't know Joe Joe and I kind of have been told that we look like brothers on the floor oh. and, and so Joe's doing a Joe's doing a game one time at uh, Napoleon High School and I'm not officiating and so Joe I'll let you take it from there what happened
5: so Mark's not officiating and uh we're We're doing the game, and I think the coach at the point at the time might have been Greg Merrill. And uh, the whole game, Greg is just yelling, Mark, 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 over and over again, and uh, constantly yelling Mark. Now, sitting on on Greg's bench was a guy by the name of Brock Bishop, and and Brock has known me since we were in high school. Brock actually went to a school in the league, real nice guy. We've always chit-chatted, and uh, he looks at Brock and he goes, Brock, how come your buddy Mark isn't answering me? And Brock, because I'm standing right there listening to this whole thing, and Brock goes, because his name is Joe, <laughs> not Mark. <laughs> and so Greg goes, hey,
6: Joe. And I turned and said, yeah, what do you eat, Greg? Well, this is one I feel terrible about. I, I have hearing aids. And two years ago, um, I was at a game, doing a game down at Canton South. And um, I might have been 10, 15 feet. Um, I was the new, I was becoming the new lead in the Canton South coach after a made bucket was trying to call timeout. And I didn't hear him. And um, you know, finally, the other guy from across uh, the, the sea saw him and called the timeout and I turned around and he goes, I've been yelling at you for a timeout. God is my witness about two weeks later I went out and got here and <laughs> so it's not the funniest thing I felt terrible because it, it literally had an impact on the game if he have gotten that time out when he asked for it you know and who knows it, it could have the game could have turned out differently so it's not funny
3: it is funny i mean the situation isn't funny but the fact that you had to go out and get hearing aids is funny i'm sorry do
6: you know how expensive
7: those things
3: are yeah <laughs> I'm,
6: I'm kidding um I, I was working some rec games i think it's a fifth grade girls game uh, and this is a guy I think he had older kids and he had seen me work some varsity and that he ended up telling me, I think they finally found the right level um, for my skill set, which was fifth grade girls wreck. So <laughs> he goes, I think this is where you should be permanently. And I said, well, I appreciate the compliment and uh, leave it at that. So <laughs> we, I left it at that. I yeah, I, I didn't want to get into an argument with him at that
3: point. No, I, I, that's a good idea. <laughs>
8: uh, they said, you know, your pants are ripped. And I thought I did rip them. You know, my pants, and so I called for a timeout and I ran in the locker room and
7: <laughs>
8: I checked myself and I didn't rip my pants. I came back out, I was actually a player, <laughs> and everybody out there was laughing, so I was a run of the joke, but I was okay. It was, it broke it up, and uh, I guess they found out I could take a joke, so that was
9: good. So. <laughs>
10: Okay, so I actually have two. The first one, um, I took my, my husband doesn't go to my games really anymore because he always seems to, he can't listen to people, you know, talking bad about me, whatever. (laughs) So he went to a game and uh, he got, he got into words with another parent and Larry Nance happened to be sitting next to him. And he told my husband, he goes, listen, if you get in a fight with that guy, can I at least hold your baby? Because he had my one-year-old at the game. So that was funny. (laughs) And then um we're
3: talking Larry Nance here, the former NBA player, right?
10: Correct, because his daughter, um, I think her name was Casey, she did play, you know, before she I think she's a coach now, but I refereed her when she played. So he okay. was at the game and my husband happened to be there sitting next to him wow. with our world. So <laughs> that was it. And then, you know, um before I I don't really do a lot of uh men's games anymore just because I don't need the extra headache because one time when I was working a men's game, a boys' varsity game, a dad yelled loud enough so that I can hear, and he said, why don't you go back into the kitchen?
3: Oh. oh. So I took a second,
10: and then I turned to him, and I said, you've never had my cooking, and I ran off down the court. <laughs> I,
6: was a game, I was officiating a game two years ago. Uh, a player had gotten kind of... Uh, injured on one team. They only had uh, seven players to begin with. Player got injured, could no longer play. One of their best players got an attitude and the coach set him on the bench <laughs> in the second quarter and was just sitting on the bench. And so they only had five players. Well, one of their players fouled out of the game in the third quarter. So, of course, by rule, we go notify the coach first. And that's when they become bench personnel, right? So I go notify the coach. Coach, that's five on number two. Um, he's fouled out of the game. I notify the table to start the uh, the 15 seconds, and notify the player. He goes to leave the bench, and so near the end of that, he has, still hasn't provided me with anybody, right? And so I said, I looked at him and I said, I said, Coach, are you are going to give me your fifth player? And he goes, he looks at me dead in the eyes and goes, Chip, my team's on the floor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> little Gene Hackman gonna, going on there, right? Little
4: Gene Hackman, and
7: dude, I said, I looked at Coach, I said, I see what you did there, Coach, <laughs> and I did, couldn't help but laugh and chuckle. So. <laughs> uh one that at least sticks out in my head is probably one of my first varsity games um and we oakland athletic league is a competitive league um it used to be more competitive years ago um, but i was on the sideline just uh warming up and it's like one of my first varsity games and it's getting you know pumped for this game because i knew the oal is like everybody wants to do the oakland athletic league because it's one of the tougher leagues and we get on the floor place is packed and i'm you know just standing there watching on the sideline and all of a sudden i feel somebody on my you know on my side and it's this five foot two woman and she looks up at me and she says you see that boy number 32 don't you dare call a foul on him tonight or else or else i'm gonna get you oh. and, and it was the funniest thing and i just had to just laugh with her and she laughed too because she just saw that of course it was funny um, i think you know in some circumstances you might be scared of it but i thought it was the funniest thing because it was the cutest thing it was a mom uh, just telling me to make sure I don't I don't touch her boy and can put a foul on him.
3: <laughs> what a great icebreaker before think, the game, especially earlier in your career, is, too.
9: <laughs> oh, they you know, any line that you've heard uh, has been used on me more than once, uh, sometimes with rather colorful adjectives and as well. Uh, but I've been told, you know, don't give up your day job. I've been told, you know, I've, I'm so old that – they used to say, uh, you know, don't you have a pea in your whistle? That's when we used to have peas in the whistle. Um, so, uh, but I think, you know, a, a couple people would tell you the funniest thing was we were at a school. I won't say, uh, what school it was, but it was one of the two that I mentioned that had the really good eating <laughs> tournament. And the night that I walked in, there was a fan that was heckling me and he threatened that he was going to be outside waiting on me. And, uh, I had a hairbrush. That's when I had hair. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I I had that in my hand when I walked out. He would have had to get the first punch in or he was going to get smacked upside the head with that brush. (laughs) But he wasn't out there, so nothing happened.
8: Oh, I've I've had my fair share of of fan interactions and and coaches and stuff. But, um, you know, I'll name drop him here just because we're at the end of this podcast and I think I'm out of of the water. But um, Frank Kill from LCC – God love him. I, I have a great relationship with Frank. He's a little fiery. People don't understand him sometimes on the floor because he can be a handful. Um, but I was working for a game for him, and one of his it was down on the far end, so it was away from his bench side, and, and I saw his player's jersey get ripped out of the back of his like shorts. And I, but the problem is, Mark, I didn't know who grabbed it. I didn't know if it was his teammate. Or if it was an opponent or or what. So I no-called it. And it didn't really affect anything, but it was in front of God and everybody. So of course Frank sees it. And so we get down and the fourth, unfortunately I'm C in front of Frank. And he's, you know, in my ear going, Do you see his jersey get grabbed out? And I'm like, Yes, Frank, I, I did. And he goes, It went like this. And Frank just grabs the back of my jersey and just rips it out of the back of my pants. <laughs> I'm like frank you can't do that he goes he goes well apparently they can on the floor so
3: i can too so that was that was a good <laughs> chuckle him and i had oh my goodness you know imagine the guys that have the uh <laughs> the search stays <laughs> that, exactly that exactly. wouldn't that wouldn't look very good would it <laughs>
6: <laughs> well like i said i started very young and even uh as a young official i looked about four or five years younger than my actual age so um, to this day, I still get uh jeers from the student section or some other fans of you know, did your mom drive you here or <laughs> did, you, did you get out of school in time and, and things like that. And I'm I welcome those as long as it's funny, I'm fine with any of those, but
11: it just has to be funny.
6: You know, I'm gonna turn this around a little bit because I've heard a bunch of stuff, and
8: you know, just recently I heard, Hey, hey, ref, uh. We found your cell phone. You got four missed calls. Ah, you know that's that's kind of ah, funny ah, stuff. But I
3: like that. You one. know,
8: me earlier in our career, me and my buddy Paul Philippi, um, we were doing a, a JV game, and there's a, a fan sitting right in the front row, and he didn't like. I don't think he liked any of the calls we made, and and during a timeout, he stands up and he and we're standing next to each other. He looks at me. He says, "You're terrible," and he points at us. "You're terrible." And he looks at Paul, and he says, and you're horrible. And my buddy Paul says, no, 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 you got it wrong. I'm terrible. He's horrible. We laugh about that today, and we will laugh about that years from now.
11: All right, so this is a good story. Okay. We, were, we were at a high school, and uh, it's kind of, again, a rural, rural school uh, out uh, eastern, uh, northeastern more, and uh, girls game afternoon and uh, like, like I said, my dad's a tall guy and Doug was kind of my size, but, you know, kind of a skinnier guy than me. And uh, we come outside after the game and it was kind of a, a hard fought battle. And, and there's these guys out in the parking lot. And they're like, you guys effing suck. You're effing too My dad's like, what? And they're like, you're effing terrible. You know, we're like, <laughs> And I go, all right. And Doug, he just like sprints to the car. He's gone. <laughs> and uh I'm like the little like bulldog, you know, behind my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? This guy's like, my dad's like, all right, well, we're gonna go home and you know, whatever. This guy's he keeps just dropping F-bombs and hollering at us, and finally he goes, Where are you gonna be when Jesus comes? <laughs> <laughs> My dad goes, hopefully not standing next to you. <laughs> <laughs> then, so we get over there and Doug had went to the wrong car. <laughs> so i tell you, that's the funniest thing that ever happened to us at a game, Mark. I mean, and so we called the AD and told him about He's like, yeah, those boys go out there and, uh, you know, hit the bottle between quarters and <laughs> stuff. <laughs> But where are you going to be in this comes? I don't know. Hopefully not beside you.
3: <laughs> so yeah. so you get in your own car and Doug's not there?
11: Yeah, he's standing beside like two cars down. <laughs> uh, is this the X-rated version?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Go for it. <laughs> um,
6: yeah, so I was working a game in the Toledo area. I won't name the school or the coach. But late in the third quarter, it was a really close game. And, um, he called me over and was very red in the face and looked me dead in the eyes and said, Richard, Terry Weimer would never call that. And I looked right back at him and said, Terry Weimer would never accept a game that pays him $70 on a Friday night to work and watch this stuff. He looked at me and said, you're right. Turn around, went and sat on the bench and never said a word the rest of the night. And,
12: uh uh, I had a good exchange one time with a fan that, that said something to me about, that's, that's the worst call that you've ever made. And my response was, well, you haven't seen me work very much. It's a big start of the game, and uh, the coach wanted, I think he wanted an over and back at the other end of the floor or whatever, and he, he wouldn't let it go. We didn't call anything, and we're going up and down the court, and he's staying on it, and I'm the center official in front of him. In, in his uh, the, the defensive backcourt at this point, and he said, leaned over and he said, "Bill, I swear to God, Ray Charles could have made that call." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just I, I, and this was later in my career, and I spit my whistle out and turned around to him, and he, of course, backed off and said, you, "You're going to give me a technical." And I just said, "No, coach, I just want to use know if I can use that line." and and he he smiled he patted me on the butt and went on and we didn't have an issue the rest of the game
6: so two years ago I'm doing
12: a a sectional game and then it happened to get in a
8: regional game obviously I'm from Bel Air Ohio Um, that's where I played my high school athletics and the funniest thing I always get from everybody is when they don't like a call that I make or they don't like and for me I stand out a little bit more. So I'm a little bit more well-known. So people tend to scream my name a little bit more. And the funniest one I always get is, Jose, go back to Bel Air. And I'm like, I haven't been there since 1996. Like, what are we doing here? Like, (laughs) you know, it's been a long time since I've been there. But, you know, it's, you know, so, you know, but that's always the funniest thing that I get. I just smile. I just laugh.
13: (laughs) So, um, Again, I, this, is, this is a D3 college game. Um, there's a coach, uh, Coach Moran from uh, John Carroll. We're down at uh, um, Marietta. And uh, tight, pretty tight game. Uh, really good player on on uh, John Carroll fouled out, yeah. or fouled a player, and puts him on the line for the for potential game running free throw. And it was that player's fifth foul, so he fouled out. And uh, so when I went to the scorer's table to report the foul, you know, Coach Moran says, Don, he didn't mean to foul him. He even tried to avoid contact. And I said, You know, I'm done reporting the foul. And, and Coach Moran was, when I say what he said, there were a couple expletives in that. Sure. Right. Um, because that's, that's the way he was, but that's the way he was, <laughs> right? Yep. Um, so I finished reporting the foul, and I turned around and I said, Coach, you, that's, that's great. I'm glad he didn't mean to foul him, because then I would have had to call an intentional foul. <laughs> well, I had a coach who recruited me a little bit coming out of high school, sees that I'm on the game, and says, Floyd, how hell you been? I said, oh, pretty good coach. You know, how you doing? He goes, God, I hope you are a better official than player. <laughs> I
12: said, I, said
13: I, I hope so too. And so then we're about, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes into the game. And I made a call. He goes, well, you're not. <laughs> I, I turned around and he was smiling, just laughing ear to, you know, smiling ear to ear. So that was pretty good. You know, he, he was pretty quick on that. Uh, there's a little backstory to this so I'll, I'll try to be as quick as possible but uh when i was officiating a game at Delta st john's this young point guard was carrying the ball so i called it and he turned around and he said what do you got i said "Carry." he goes no no that that's my pistol peep move and i always remembered that and the funny part to the story is he's now our head football coach here at fort larry <laughs> it was spencer wells and i brought that story up to him and he's like yeah I, I used to watch Pistol Pete work out on VHS tape, and I didn't carry it. He still remembered it to this day, but yeah, I thought it was pretty entertaining.
3: And he still says he didn't carry it, right?
13: Yeah, I said, you're no Pistol Pete, trust me, and you did carry the ball. So uh,
5: This is actually a pretty interesting one. It's probably not what they said to me, other than I was at a particular game, and the fan behind me was using a number of f bombs if you will yep and i turned around and i looked and he had his five or six year old son sitting there and i know that we're never supposed to engage or talk to fans i was appalled i couldn't believe that he was speaking like this with his son sitting there and there was another gentleman sitting beside him and he kind of gave me the look like yeah i'm yelling at you guys And I just looked at him and I said, please tell me you don't kiss your wife with that mouth. (laughs) Oh, his buddy thought it was hilarious. (laughs)